Welcome back to another Motivating Force podcast. I am Josue, and joining me as always, we have the new father, Justin, in the house. Everybody congratulate him real quick if you have seen Monday's episode where he talks about his experience uh, being a dad for the first time and, you know, watching his wife go through labor. And then again, uh, if you have been watching us on YouTube, hopefully you've checked out the new set that we have behind both of us. And as a matter of fact, this episode is off of one of the art installations that we have, and it's going to be the one right above my head. And if you're listening on Anchor or Spotify or any of those other non-video platforms, what that art installation is, is a newspaper from uh, the 1969, uh, I believe it's New York City something, um, but it's, it's a newspaper about the Apollo 11 moon landing, right? And if you know anything about me, you know I love space, you know I love aliens, you know I love conspiracy theories, but this is for the people, whether you are a tinfoil hat wearer or you're just a normal person that believes whatever the news media puts out there, we're not taking sides. But what's important to take from this is the date. Now, the date is Monday, July 21st, 1969, right? Why is that date any special? Well, it's the day we landed on the moon. It's the day we won the space race. Right? So then that makes it special. Right. It's also a Monday. Mm. So to imagine that we did something so great on a Monday. Yeah. When there's people all over the world, all over the country, right next door to us that hate Mondays. Yeah, they I mean, Mondays it. are usually the start of building up to something great. Exactly. Yeah. But people hate it. People don't look forward to starting their work week. They don't look forward to getting off the couch and doing something. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something that, you know, just gets them a check. That in itself is something great. So we're going to be talking about that <clears throat> and changing your perspective on Mondays based on you know, this news article that I have above my head, which again is the landing of the Apollo 11 moon landing space mission. Now, if you guys are all familiar with the quote, uh, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, you can go ahead and write that down, put in a little sticky note, fold it up and keep it in your wallet so you can look at it every start of your work week. So then you can have that as kind of like a background motivation for you. So then whenever you're going uh, from like a Sunday night, you know, you're, you're having a rough uh, time at the bar or something on Saturday, then you're hungover all Sunday, then you're just dreading Monday and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have to get up and, you know, do my responsibilities as a working class American or person, because like I said, all over the world, take out that little sticky note, read that quote and get, get a little bit of that fire under yourself so then you can... Uh, Get yourself motivated to actually do something great on a Monday. You know, you don't have to wait for the week to be up. So then you can uh, be looking forward to Friday like, okay, now is when I can do all these challenges. Now I can party hard. Now I can do all these things. Set the challenges for the start of your week. So then you can continue on the week like doing great things for yourself, doing great things for your family, for whoever's around you. Probably not going to be the quote you want to pull out when you are currently drunk on the weekend, because um, I just envisioned you reading that, and then you just kind of put it away, and you take a little small step, and then you just launch yourself through the window of the bar, but <laughs> <laughs> hence on the giant leap there. But um, no, I mean, there's all kinds of real implications to this, and uh, you know, I mean, 
for all of our listeners who are uh, for all of our listeners who do investing or stock trading because those can be two different things sometimes um, it's very easy for you to go to the moon on a Monday yeah, very as soon easy. as that market yeah. opens up and your stock goes to the moon to the moon right yeah. so it's a good quote it's definitely a great motivational quote to read if you are in the stocks and um, just to make you understand like hey man have faith in what you're doing you never know one of these days when those stocks are going to go to the moon for you and it's going to be as big of a success for you as it was for america yeah that's great i didn't even <laughs> think about the stock market scenario and <laughs> that's great it's like the common saying in. now for the stocks yeah but um again it's not about reading it while you're at the bar dodo head I it's know. about the sunday when you're hungover and not looking forward to the monday um but we will talk a little bit about the moon landing because it's me of course this was supposed to be an episode with Marcus where we were going to talk about aliens, but, you know, things happened and it messed up the schedule or I shouldn't say messed up. It changed up the schedule where, you know, your kid came and we had to adapt to that uh, event. You will definitely be able to talk with Marcus about aliens. We, it will still will. happen. It'll still happen. I promise, guys, that rant or whatever it's going to turn out to be will happen and it's going to be very fun. But there was another fact about the moon landing uh, that it happened at two zero two five six utc on july 21st right so three o'clock in the morning utc and that's way before plenty of americans plenty of working class people are even getting up to start their monday these guys are achieving that like feat of landing on the moon you see what i did there um <laughs> and I, I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit because it's not whether about like it's not whether which country did it first. We're, we're not talking about that because that's a whole like conspiracy. That's a whole debate on if it happened or, you know, Russia was trying to do it first. Stop. This is about getting you motivated to actually change that perspective on your Monday. But the important part to take from that, like I said, it happened three o'clock in the morning is that these guys didn't wake up in space. Right. They didn't wake up all groggy and they were like. Oh, I wish I could call out of work today. Or, you know, I'm not looking forward to starting this work week. Come on. They got something big in front of them. Yeah. They got something that's going to change history. That's going down in history that we're going to be talking about, you know, 50, 60 years in the future, which we are. So why can't you guys, like, why can't we all, you know, as a collective or individuals, set up our own challenges for ourselves, our own goals for our stocks or whatever you're into you set those challenges before you start your work week so then you can you know on your own terms metaphorically land on the moon so then you can start your work week with such a historic feat for yourself just imagine all the people that call into work i'm i'm so familiar with people calling in on mondays i cannot tell you enough about that but um just imagine that calling in like hey boss uh i had a long weekend and uh, i don't think i'm going to the moon today like <laughs> what you know like my guy you're already there you just gotta get out <laughs> yeah and i think uh, a good little metaphor here as far as a good reason to get involved in keeping an active weekend don't don't destroy everything you did during the week for for one weekend you know there's so many people take those two days to destroy their five days of productivity. And it's the cycle that repeats until 
they're old and gray and wonder why they don't have any money. They don't have any fulfillment or any success in their yeah. lives. But beside the point, the point is the space race, right? We're in a, we're in a, a rush to get to the moon. We're going to beat all these other countries that are trying to do it. Mostly just Russia, but you know, it's okay. And a couple things going on here, right? First of all, there's no time like the present. We said that this last month probably more times than I can count. <laughs> when you get that breakthrough, that breakthrough is not going to conveniently happen on a Tuesday to give you the rest of the week. Correct. It's going to happen at the most inconvenient time, ironically, and that might be this Saturday night. You know, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, and you're going to be like, it hits, right? So no time like the present. They figured it out. They were going to get after it. It was going to happen for them to land there. Monday, that early in the morning, they're already leaving on Sunday, right? So you have that going on. The second part is they're up and after it, getting after it on the weekend, staying productive, getting ready to go that early on a Monday morning. There was no traffic on the way to the moon. There were no other countries. There were no other rockets. It wasn't neck and neck. They were by themselves. They had the freedom to do it, do what they want with no traffic. And why is that? Because it's Monday morning. <laughs> everybody's asleep. Everybody's hungover. All the aliens called out of work, so they're not in the way. They're not on the intersection. Right. And that's your time <laughs> to shine. Yeah. You know, that's that little metaphor there is when nobody else is going to be working and you do, it's an open highway. Yeah. It's so much easier for you. Well, I like that you started that metaphor off too with like the the two days, the two day weekend to ruin the five days of productivity because that's probably one of the reasons why I don't like to do like the two day break within the gym because if I give myself that extra day of rest, then you really start slowing down and you don't want to keep on going. Yeah. So I kind of do my breaks of like just one day and then I'll continue to push on. Because if you start giving yourself too much slack, then you're not going to move forward. Yeah, I think that applies to every aspect of your life. Yeah, of course. Um, but the takeaway, again, I'll say it again. Um, <laughs> stop dreading Mondays. Stop putting that negativity in your path before you know your spaceship even takes off. Uh, write out those challenges you want to hit for yourself throughout the week. Then attack them head on with a clear and focused attitude to start that Monday. Don't let these astronauts be the only ones to make something great out of a Monday. You can as well um, be your own hero and land on a moon of your own. Um, remember, it doesn't have to be like something monumental to somebody else. Like the challenges that I write for myself mean a lot to me, but probably can mean dirt to Justin. You know, so it's I, take it in with a grain of salt. I'm just telling you to change the perspective on an individual basis to focus on positivity for your work week. It could be something that, like I said before, it's just a nine to five or it's something that you love doing. It's your career. Make it great. Don't make it something that you hate doing because then you're not going to get anywhere in life. You know, if I hate going to my job, what can I do to change that? Either change my perspective or if that doesn't work, get another job. Right. So then you can do the same thing. If you're stuck in something where you've tried all these different tricks to get out of the rut that you're in with a negative headspace, change up the environment. You know, get a different job. Do something you're more um, willing to spend time in. Do something that's more around your hobbies, your interests. 
event, you know, then you'll start automatically changing the focus point. I mean, you start changing the perspective of your work week because then you start looking forward to doing those things. And then, like I said, it doesn't have to be a job. It could be hobbies. It could be uh, your gym routine. It can be the stocks that you're doing. Set the goals before you start the work week and then attack them head on. Yeah, I like that. It's great. Yeah, it's like this weird phenomena where we don't like to work outside of our designated hours to work. Right. So whether that's set up by our schedule or just a mental note in our head, like you don't plan on working longer than this, right? And you can get these ideas or you need to start planning things for the week, but it's a Sunday and you're like, I don't work on Sundays. Yeah. So what do you do? You wait until you're in your designated work time, say that Monday at 9.01, to start planning what you're going to do for the week. So now what happens? You're already taking up so many hours of your productive day to plan for the week when you're already in your week. Yeah. You're already there. You're already wasting time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, we seem to accept the lacked. We seem to accept the lack of being proactive yeah. for our betterment. And uh, I don't like that, man. I don't like it at all. I mean, one comparison that you can do is like with professional athletes, right? They play, what, one game a week or something like that. I don't watch sports. I'm just kind of, you know, throwing a ball out here. They're not playing every day. Yeah, they're not playing every day. But what they are doing is practicing every day. When they're not on the TV playing an actual basketball game football game whatever it is they're on the field they're on the court they're training for that day so then you can do the same thing with your life and then i remember you did a metaphor uh before where you talked about like the the span of like i I don't remember the words you used but like the 40 hour week and then the 60 hour week and then the 80 hour week what was that because i mean that fits perfectly with this conversation yeah it was um something my dad taught me and it was along the lines of uh if you work 40 hours a week you can pay your bills. If you work 60 hours a week, you can pay your bills and start saving. If you work 80 hours a week, you can pay your bills, you can start saving, and now you can have a little bit of fun. Yeah. Because that's the order that it, that should go in. And it involves harder and harder work, you know? Um, kind of a, a, a more logical explanation to work hard, play hard. Yeah. You want to be able to play, you're going to have to work really hard. And even if you're somebody that has like a nine to five, right? And you have that mindset of you're clocking out and that's it. Start up a second job or start up like another hobby after you clock out. Get rid of the clocking out and you're done kind of mentality. Go in through like after you clock out, you got this other thing that you're going to do to continue to become successful. You're, You're building structure for yourself. So then at the end of that life, at the end of the road that you have planned out for yourself, where you see that you're going to want to retire, that you're going to want to, obviously nobody wants to work forever. So then when you hit that that kind of area of your life that you want to take that break and then start doing things, have that all predetermined before when you're working two or three jobs when you can. So then you can really just play hard when you retire. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of... There's a lot of truth to that with keeping a productive schedule that doesn't necessarily involve work, right? Um, 
because being productive honestly just feels so good that imagine now like you you work at a job say you don't necessarily like it but it pays your paycheck and you you're getting stuff done you're being productive there people appreciate that now imagine doing something you like people appreciate that and they're willing to pay you for that imagine if you like writing and you write a little small book and and you just go out there and you just put it out there on the shelves and you don't even charge what's fair, right? You charge like two ninety nine just to cover the ink and the paper. Yeah. You're like, I just want people to read this. And imagine the first person that walks up, flips that cover, reads the back and goes, I want this book. Yeah. Or imagine it being a kid that's never read a full book, picks up your book and then gets really into reading because of that. Yeah. Just imagine yeah. that feeling of accomplishment you're going to have when you do something productive that you enjoy and people look at it and be like you know what i want that it's an amazing feeling well that's great because that goes hand in hand with something as special as landing on the moon that's something that you know kids probably grew up watching the astronauts land on the moon for the first time if it was real or if it was not i'm not going to say but they'll see that and they go wow i didn't know that was possible and then they become astronauts because of that one event Imagine if, like I said in that scenario, the astronauts woke up and they were like, ah, let's go back. I'm, I'm not going to do it. Kind of not looking forward to it. Or I'm too hungover. Whatever the case. Right. Imagine if they never did it. And then They called in sick. Yeah, they called yeah. in sick and they stayed up in the, in the space station, whatever. And then the kids that saw them in the future that became astronauts never got to see that. The historical events that never happened because of that. Yeah. So try to become uh, the astronauts in your own sense, you know, try to make a moon landing out of your own challenges and, um, you know, just change that perspective. So then you don't dread the Monday. Yeah. And if you don't think it's real, just remember how many actors we've had since 1969. (laughs) It's all the same thing. Yeah. We've inspired actors. We've inspired astronauts. All right. It's all the same. All right, so before we go, I just got some fun facts that I wanted to reach out for people uh, about the landing, not about Mondays. But fun fact about the Apollo 11's computers is that your cell phone now is more powerful than the computers that were on that spaceship. Right. Like, I know it, it makes sense, duh, when you think about it, but imagining trying to land on a different like spatial body yeah with something less powerful than like a nokia yeah well you can't even you cannot even build a computer or a phone that had the specs of one in 1969 yeah the bare minimum you can build with is already so much further ahead than that that it's inconceivable yeah and we use it to play Flappy Bird <laughs> and to stare at photos of our ex yeah. and to see when we're going to the bar next yeah. instead of making all these calculations or, and plans to go to the moon. Or to call out of work. Right. <laughs> right. You get it, man. Yeah. You but get it's, it. it's crazy. Like even with um, SpaceX with like the Dragon whatever it was when we had the, uh, the Marine that went up in, into space, the difference in their cockpit compared to the moon landing cockpit was like it was like um like a model t 
and then a tesla like model s like it was just a tablet and they were just sitting there in luxury just clicking a little like touch screen it was crazy um so the next fun fact is that buzz aldrin took holy communion on the moon yeah seeing how you know we both raised a christian there's uh I never heard about that, but there's actual photo evidence of like the paper that he had with the cup and the little cookie of like him taking the Lord's Prayer, then taking communion when they were about to step foot off the moon or about to step foot off of the um, like the lander right onto the moon, which is pretty cool. Fun fact. Of course, Catholicism made it to the moon first. I mean, of course. Of course it did. <laughs> now it's starting to make more sense to me. Well, okay. talking about making it to the moon first, America, right? So the American flag that was placed on the moon, we've all seen it, the one that's like stiff. Um, it was actually made by Sears. And the, I mean, NASA wanted to hide that fact because Tang was uh, like one of the sponsors for them and would always sponsor like the... Uh, the astronauts in orbit and then like the space flights and all that but when they launched the apollo 11 to the moon they didn't want like nasa didn't want another commercial of their astronauts just using some commercial product when it was something historic like landing That's on the fair. moon yeah yeah but fun fact about you know the flag was built by sears cool. or sewn by sears right well that I don't know, man. That's, I mean, of course, that's definitely interesting, but that's, uh, that's really hit or miss on how I feel about that because it's kind of like, <laughs> in a way, as, as Americans, we kind of deserve the yeah. commercial aspect of the moon landing yep. because capitalism is what took us there. Yeah, trying to make as much money out of it as possible. And I know capitalism yeah. is super polarizing for people, but it landed us on the moon yeah. first. I mean, that's it does a, so yeah. much good for it, it does so much bad for us too but it does so much good for us it's like we almost deserved that these space suits looked like nascar suits yeah. you know <laughs> it, buzz aldrin should have had the the daytona 500 the daytona 500 <laughs> the m&m's patch and the freaking the, the catholic church the vatican across <laughs> his chest as he's taking communion being like you know you want to go to the moon you better be a damn catholic you yeah. know I mean, but that's all with the times as well. You know, everything was polarizing back then. But the um, the capitalism is probably the number one enemy for scientists, no matter the field. Right. Because scientists, bottom line is they need to make a difference. They need results. I think capitalism steps in like, okay, how can we market this? How can we make the money off of this? How can we use this to make more money in the long term? And it's like, ah, you're hindering history or you're hindering science for the society right yeah because scientists want to go to the moon and they want to take samples and study the materials and study all these things and then capitalism comes along and they're just like well how do we build a disneyland there and how do we get more people from here to there yeah or or scientists are like we have the cure for you know getting people insulin that have diabetes and capitalism's like let's charge them an arm and a leg for it but how much can that cost (laughs) though (laughs) yeah really how many people need it come on my guy but anyway a snickers bar yeah but anyway to wrap up uh again just change your perspective of the monday make your challenges for yourself make them somewhat equivalent to a moon landing of your own Hit the Monday hard and don't waste the time planning out your week like Justin mentioned. Don't waste valuable time once you already started the week to plan out those goals 
have that you know in the pocket already set out before you even start so then you don't have that negative outlook towards the beginning of your work week and if you notice that it is a wednesday and you're getting this wonderful monday motivation if you are looking for that monday motivation the easiest way you could have gotten it is if you were already subscribed and you already had that bell icon hit because we do drop new episodes every monday and wednesday at 8 a.m est so make sure you subscribe make sure you follow drop a comment down below let us know what your plans are for the rest of this week or for next week how are you going to get to the moon we want to know also feel free to leave us comments or dms over on our social medias we are on facebook and instagram so be sure to check those out those links are down below uh, we're also associated with anchor so anywhere where you get your favorite podcasts we are on those platforms as well be sure to check that out be sure to check out the youtube if you're over on one of those platforms and until next time guys go and get it.